Now, more of Afternoon Drive, presented by Superbook Sports on Mile High Sports. Five twenty-five. Welcome back into the program. Afternoon drive right here on Mile High Sports Radio, ninety-eight one FM, one zero seven five HD three. Stream live, watch live, MileHighSports.com, as well as the Mile High Sports Twitter feed. Hope everyone is uh, getting ready for the weekend out there. And to help us preview the game against the Minnesota Vikings and the Denver Broncos, let's bring in Luke Braun from the Locked On Podcast Network. Covers the Vikings over there. You can follow him on Twitter at Luke Braun NFL. And is is that part of the gig over at Locked On? You got to do. First name, last name at NFL because you guys are uh, like spinning images of each other on Twitter. We have it all going, and you know I think it's a good branding thing there. But you know Luke does some great work. Uh, he's also done a little docu series too on kind of like the, the pain behind yeah. Vikings fans' eyes. Couple of little Denver nuggets in there if you're into it. Ah, love it! Look at that reference he made right little there. Gary Zimmerman, how about? Look Damn at man. that. Well. Appreciate you giving us a few minutes on this Friday. Obviously, uh, I'm sure you're excited to get the preseason over with. Before we dive into the game, though, I do want to ask you, you know, you cover them for lockdown, which means you're locked in with them every single day. Uh, They finally usher out the Mike Zimmer era and in comes Kevin O'Connell. What has been your opinion of the start of the Kevin O'Connell era before he coaches his first game in the regular season? Yeah, well, it's every time you get rid of a coach, you guys did the same thing. Every time you get rid of a coach, you got to find the person who is the most exactly opposite of the old guy as possible. Um, you know, so it, both of our teams kind of went through. We've got this old guy, maybe he's a little outdated. This old defensive coach. Let's bring in some like positive vibes, offensive whiz kid, and that's kind of what Kevin O'Connell has been. I mean, he comes off the McVay tree, right? So we're basically running the McVay playbook. You can already see in the preseason. It's all the same plays the Rams have been running. Um, but beyond that, like, they've, they've really emphasized the word coming out of the organization is collaboration. So it's, it's very kumbaya, very everybody let's all be okay and work together. And it's a stark difference from when Zimmer and Spielman left the organization. It was very cold and tense, and I think they all kind of saw the writing on the wall and didn't react very well to that. So nobody was talking to each other. It was all very contentious. There were all kinds of problems, like interpersonal problems. And so they've kind of gotten rid of that, and they're going, let's get rid of this toxicity, and let's all be a team again. And the vibe is very loose and positive, and just let's learn, you know. Um, we'll, we'll see how that stands up when they start off, you know, one and three on a really hard September schedule. But for now, that's kind of been the, the, the key difference is, there's not a lot of tension anymore. It's all very loose and active and smiles and jokes. We're in the honeymoon phase. Well, you know, that's a good thing to kind of be in a little bit, right? The good vibes, and we've noticed that here in Denver with Nathaniel Hackett. Now, obviously, these two teams will wrap up the preseason tomorrow, 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time kickoff uh, at Empower Field at Mile High. And some uh, former Broncos ties right now here to this Minnesota Vikings team. You have uh, run- former running back coach Curtis Modkins. Yeah, former offensive uh-huh. line assistant coach Chris Cooper over there and former Broncos mm-hmm. defensive coordinator Ed Donatel. What's been the vibe with some of these new guys coming in, you know, specifically on defense with Ed Donatel, who is running that Vic Fangio style of defense? Yeah, so I've had all kinds of fun learning that Vic Fangio style. I was so well-versed in the Zimmer style, and Fangio is so different. Um, so I've had a lot of fun just learning, okay, what's Donatel going to do? You talk to him, and he is like the most chalkhead football guy you've ever talked to. I mean, if you, like, made a coach that's the average personality of all defensive coaches, I think it would be 
at Donatel. He's so stereotypical, and I love it. I love the, the just eat, breathe, leather kind of vibe. Um, but, again, it's very high energy on that defense. It's very, and you, you guys know this probably better than I do, but it's very freeing, and it's very like, you know, Zimmer had a, a lot of great strategies, but for them to happen, everybody had to be in the right place, and there was never, ever, ever any freelancing. And Fangio's defense, there's a lot of freelancing in it. There's yeah. a lot of, okay, read and figure it out and just kind of roam around and do what you can. If you're weak side, like inside safety, you know, weak side quarter safety, sometimes you just have your responsibility is figure out what's going on and go disrupt it. And that sort of freedom never happened in the Zimmer defense. So guys like Daniel Hunter, um, Darius Smith, a little more used to this because he's played for Mike Pettin and Mike Smith in Green Bay where they did it very similar. Um, but, you know, guys like Daniel Hunter, guys like Eric Kendricks, that sort of their whole career has been Zimmer in the, in the NFL, are kind of going, oh, this is kind of fun. I can, like, do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously a, a big breath of fresh air, you would assume, with the organization. And we're chatting with Luke Braun. Be sure to follow him on Twitter, at Luke Braun NFL. Does a great job with the uh, Locked On Vikings podcast. But I can imagine the breath of fresh air is certainly needed within that organization. In your opinion, like, what was it about this? Like, the Vikings are such an interesting team because they're never good enough to be among the contenders in the NFC, but they're never bad enough that they're getting these top draft picks, right? It just seems like they're stuck in perpetual purgatory yeah. with this team. It's about the Bison. Yeah. Right. I mean, what, what do you kind of chalk that up to, though? And, and do you think kind of switching the head coach and obviously the front office as well is going to help get them out of this, you know, rudderless position? Or, or I guess, like, what, what are your thoughts on just the state of the Vikings organization as a whole as they try to, you know, break through from one category to another? Yeah, you know, they, the, the pitch from Kevin O'Connell is I can take Kirk Cousins and turn him into something he's never been. And I can make him more aggressive. I can make him think with a quieter mind. I can think him make him a little bit less. He hurries himself in the pocket sometimes. He starts to speed up his own internal clock. And that's a conscious thing. It's not a habit. It's like a decision that he makes and refuses not to make. Um, and Kevin O'Connell says, well, maybe I can get him to you know, see things my way a little bit and take a different approach to the game, and I think I can get more out of him, right? That was his pitch to the Vikings, and then that became the Vikings' pitch to us as fans. But this has been the Vikings since Bud Grant. And l let me once again pitch my <laughs> plug my history documentary. You can find it at patreon.com slash NFL. Going in detail over this, you know, when, when the teams of the 70s started to dissolve and guys like Alan Page and Jim Marshall and Carl Eller got old and left and all that, they just sort of smoothly transitioned right to their next thing. They didn't have a tank. They didn't have an in-between year where they went for the one number one overall pick or anything like that. They already had Tommy Kramer for two years, and he was the next quarterback, and he would be the intended starting quarterback for, like, each of the next 10 years. Got hurt a lot, so it never worked, but... They were ready to go right into it. And then when Tommy Kramer left, they were ready to go right into who they thought their next guy was. It was Rich Cannon, of all people, and it didn't work out until he was way older and over in Oakland. But they've never really had that. They've had a couple of catastrophe seasons where they've gone 3-13, and 13, but they've never had that, oh, we're in our dark chapter, you know? Like, like look at where the Bears are, where the Lions just exist. Um, the Bears are in a very dark chapter where they're going, this is, yes. we're going to tear this down and we're going to build it up the way we want, but it means we're going to be bad for a couple years in the meantime. Well, Bud Grant is still in the organization. He's a consultant. They, let, they give him an office and they let him come and go as he pleases. And I bet he's still there going, hey, look, you know, in 1979, we went 8-8 eight and eight and it was pretty respectable. And I think that idea that staying respectable is a priority for them and never being the 3-13 and laughingstock because they see themselves as a dignified organization. They always have, and some of the people that have that idea, like Bud Grant himself and some of his ilk, 
have been in the organization since the 70s. So I do think it's something where they, they take pride in the fact that they've never been the top five draft pick piece of crap organization, save a couple of years here and there, but that they've always been somebody you have to respect. And I think their philosophy is, hey, if you're 8-8, eight and eight, it's way easier to make a Super Bowl contender from an 8-win team than it is from a 3-win team. 8-8, eight and eight, add a couple pieces, run it back, they're always going to be okay with that. I, you know, I got a two for one here for you here, Luke. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, some people in the studio think I'm crazy. <laughs> I have the Vikings actually winning the division this year. He's crazy. Ooh. I do. <laughs> He's crazy. Pretty crazy. <laughs> I do have them, but you know what? Aaron Rodgers by a game. There. Very true, but there's no Devonte Adams, and I think that you know if things really hit off well with Kevin O'Connell, I think that there's an opportunity for them to take advantage. There's that, but I wanted to ask you about the the cornerback position here because you know, looking at Denver a little bit. Looking at depth, you know, they had some guys get banged up a little bit. Some familiarity with Ed Donatel. He brought over a guy in the offseason in Nate Harrison. How has he looked in training camp and in preseason so far? I would be mildly surprised. I wouldn't be shocked, but I would be mildly surprised if he made the team. Um, He hasn't shown much on special teams, and he's been buried behind Perry Nickerson. on the. He's been third-team nickel corner. And he hasn't been, like, showing out against the other guys' threes. Um, I think this game against Denver is actually a really big one for him. So I don't know if he's uh, part of the Vikings' future plan. I know he's, like, a kind of a pet project of Donatel, so he probably has that going for him. But you've still got to perform to make the team. Um, but I think that cornerback position in total is kind of the reason I'm not as bullish on the Vikings this year. Um, I mean, for one, like with the division, it's Aaron Rodgers is until it's not, right? Like until I see that he doesn't find a way to make Alan Lazard the next big thing, like I'm not going to count him out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the corners are young. They've got Cameron Dantzler, who is, will go with unproven. Uh, Patrick Peterson, who's on the other end of that spectrum. But then they're relying on rookies beyond that. Um, and guys like Chandon Sullivan, who's n- never been more than like an okay nickel in the league. That... In a Fangio defense, and again, you guys probably know this better than me, but a Fangio defense without corners isn't really a Fangio defense. Because if you can't stand up on the outside, you can't do any of the cool blitz stuff, any of the cool packages, the fun run fronts, the fun safety rotation things. If those safeties need to be helping those corners out all the time and you need to chill in cover six zone all day and you can never do the cover one rat cool shit. Um, sorry. <laughs> but like, if, if you can't do any of that, then it's, it's not going to be the full potential Fangio-style defense. And they will be able to do that, but these corners have to develop a little bit. That's going to take some time. I got them at seven wins this year because of that cornerback position. Um, but, hey, if Nate Harrison can have a great game, he, he won't be starting, though. He's Man. behind Chandon Sullivan for sure, so it's about a rock. Making me feel bad about my Vikings pick here, Luke. As you know he what? should, man. It's <laughs> nice to see he's got his head on straight. I honestly hope it comes back to haunt you guys for making fun of the Vikings, and I think they're going to win the division. But you know what, Luke? I appreciate you so much for taking time here on this Friday here on the Afternoon Drive. Make sure, folks, if you want to check out some of Luke's work, the Locked On Vikings podcast, you can get that every single day wherever you get your podcasts also available on YouTube. He has a great backdrop with two bunnies in the background. <laughs> so it's a great viewing experience for everybody as well. The Broncos will wrap up preseason with the Minnesota Vikings tomorrow in Powerfield Mile High, 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time kickoff. Luke, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much. Looking forward to talking to you. Boom. There he goes. Tell you what, like he's not as high he's on the Vikings as me. As he sh- he's smart. You know, uh, I chat with him for those few minutes. It seems like he's got his head on straight. I just makes me question you a little bit, my friend. Oh, uh, and like I said, you know what? I, I had a dream. I told you I had a dream. And admiration. And some of these things are coming forth. Look, Packers are gonna be good. 
but I think that they're going to drop a little bit this year. I really think mm. that this is going to be some turmoil in Green Bay this year. I really do. And it's not mm. like the Detroit Lions are going to rise up and overtake them. It's not like Chicago yeah. Bears are going to do that. If the it's Vikings not Green Bay, sense. it's Minnesota. And I, you know, I'm, I guess I'm not against it. Like I told you, and we'll talk about the AFC West. I'm definitely a believe it till I see it type of guy, or see it to believe it, I should say rather. And it's one of those things where. With Green Bay, I, I got to subscribe to that thought. Now, I do wonder if there's the potential for some trouble in paradise. You know, it's been all smooth sailing there for the head coach since he, since he arrived there. And I don't know, like, like I told you earlier, maybe the year the Packers win a Super Bowl again, maybe they face a little adversity to get there. Maybe they're just a little too comfortable winning these 13 games a year. You know, maybe, maybe this is the year, Cody. Maybe your epiphany is going to come to fruition. So. Uh, you know what? I hope it does because I'm going to be a very rich man. Yes, gentlemen. you will be. So, And we're getting a Shanahan steak dinner. You guys that. are going to get some good Christmas presents. I would imagine. I would hope so if you're going to hit big on that bet. So, all right, good stuff. Thanks to Luke for joining us here on the program. Again, follow him on Twitter at Luke Braun NFL, Locked On Vikings Podcast. But uh, let's hit a break when we come back. Put a bow on the show. Put a bow on the week. A little sports potpourri. Give our uh, official predictions for Broncos, Vikings, and also uh, go over some of the stories we may have missed throughout the week. All that next right here on the program, Afternoon Drive, Pure and Rourke, back in a few.